in our last episode. You know, actually, it's been a long pandemic. Let's do a more complete recap. We are following the story of folks from the town of Bell's Run. Weeks ago, Day, the apprentice druid, Ichabod, the wizard, and Waylon, the big beefy farmer, left town to go make a deal with a group of hags in hope of preventing the town from starving or being destroyed by spiders and worse creatures. It was a perilous journey filled with bones, bad bathroom times, and blights. But eventually, they did reach the hags and make their deal. They needed to travel to the center of the forest to destroy the source of their problem. The journey continued, and the peril grew. Ichabod was lost to the Feywild, and inside the crawling castle, Palaestra the monk joined the party and helped the others make their way to the portal. When they arrived, they found that things weren't what they expected. They made a new friend and went through the portal to a strange land called Station 5, where everything is backwards and the points don't matter. The rats do, though. Those rats will get you. After a brief respite, they hired Joaquin, the reboot driver, to take them to the center of the plane, to the real problem, Queen Margwin. That journey is where you join us now. Our adventurers today are Kieran, who plays Waylon the Barbarian, Max, who plays Palaestra the Monk, Theron, who plays Day the Druid, and our DM, Hazel. Welcome, fellow travelers, to Legends of Chell. Are we doing the the level up chat thing for the audience? We, we, we usually do, so I guess um, we can start off with that. You all leveled up <laughs> during your rest. Um, Yay. So let's start with Palestra. Palestra, why don't you tell us what you got in this level up? I got some more hit points and one key point. And uh, an ability score increase that I put into dexterity. And that's it. No cool nope. monk abilities I'm also this time? wondering if I should have put it in dexterity because I just realized that although that helps out my monk unarmed strikes, that does not help out my horn attacks, which I like to use. But I think maybe mm-hmm. I'm just going to just start leaning more into unarmed strikes and that'll be that. You're going to lean into being a normal monk. Wow. <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. I picked a minotaur because I wanted to attack things with my horns. And I picked a monk because that seemed like it would like like make that, give that more legs, shall we say. I apologize. I thought you picked a minotaur because you're a furry. <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, maybe <laughs> that might also have played a role. Man, I don't appreciate these call-out posts. <laughs> this can- this uh, cancel culture that is sweeping through Legends of Chell right now. Oh, Lord. Alright, I think I'm just going to do a strength increase. Because there's no good fees to do that. Okay, uh, so Day, what did you get? 
Uh, well, I got all that basic stuff, hit points. Um, I put my ability score increase into wisdom, which brings me to a 20. Uh, and I feel like I have never role played an ability score increase like that before. Like day has been getting wise as fuck lately, so it works. Uh, and then the only thing I got for being a druid is my last wild shape, like improvement thingy. So now that we're at eighth level, I can turn into CR one things and I can turn into things that can fly. Cool. So I can turn into a real giant spider now, not mm. just a wolf spider. And a bigger bear. And a dire wolf. And a giant toad if I want to. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you're very excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Hmm. Hmm? Okay. And Waylon, what did you get on yours? Um, I now have 100 hit points. Uh, breaking those triple digits. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my ability score in- increase, I put one point into strength bringing that to a total of 20 and one point into constitution to bump that to 17 because mm. what else was i going to do with it <laughs> all of my other scores are even so unfortunate but you do what you got and that's that's it <laughs> all right you don't get like an extra rage or anything like that nope i'm still still at four for that oh wait rage damage bonus there you go nope. Nope, just kidding. That's ninth level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you all wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy. Mm. <sighs> As you do sometimes. <laughs> all of Kesha memes. <laughs> Got a Kesha, Kesha. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, So you all wake up in the morning. Uh, You can smell some nice breakfasty cooking smells coming from downstairs. Yum. I go down for breakfast. We don't have enough food in our lives. Also (laughs) go down for breakfast. Yeah. What's 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 on the menu? Like, is it are there varieties of things? Is it like a fucking Seven Eleven where he has like the rotating hot dogs and stuff? Like, what's what's (laughs) the deal? I would love that. I wasn't thinking about that, but it is now. (laughs) So you know, there's like some rotating hot dogs on some kind of weird thing, and they're like some pretzels laying out there and stuff. Um, Are there slushies? Yes. Thank um, you. <laughs> but he's like cooking up some like hash browns and bacon and eggs. He's like, oh, cool. sit down, have some food if you want. Uh, that's not what he sounds like, is it? I don't remember what he sounds like. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Joaquin who has the uh, old man Southern voice. That's good to remember. So Jerome's just like, yeah, come on down, have some, have some breakfast. Thank you. Suppose you're supposed to be heading on your way today? Probably. Yeah, we're on like a big mission and all that, so yeah. Okay, okay. Well, if you ever want to stop back by, we're always open. If you want to browse the shop before you go, feel free. Notice I got a few new things in. I'll take a look around. Yeah. May as well. What are the new things? Oh, well, uh, I got a couple more books to replace those that we uh, took off here. Uh... There's a, uh, a dagger and a sword showed up. Uh, there's an amulet that arrived. I want to see the amulet. What is? The oh amulet? my god! Is it the amulet that you got rid of? 
or that Waylon got rid of. <laughs> Please tell me it's not. It is. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um, mm, hey, uh, Jerome, don't hmm? sell this. Destroy this. It's cursed. <laughs> like it's bad. Oh, it, this. Yeah, I took it off and threw it in the astral sea, hoping I'd just never see it again. Uh, but here it is. Oh, that's 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 a little weird. I think Palace just says like from a mouth uh, around a mouthful of some kind of breakfast sandwich monstrosity. I told you. Uh, oh yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. I told you that was gonna happen. Someone else was gonna find it and get cursed. Thankfully, it's fine. Hopefully, uh, it showed up here in my case. Uh, I guess I can put a note on it. Hold on. Kind <laughs> note. Of, like wipes off his hands on his apron, and he goes and he finds like a napkin and he writes down "cursed" on it, and then he like tapes it to the case where the amulet is. Okay. <laughs> you tell me some more about this dagger the sword about either of them um sure the dagger looks like it's made out of bronze like a solid piece of bronze there is like a deer carved into the hilt the sword looks like your standard long sword this dagger looks interesting what do you guys think maybe it's i don't know magical or something uh. um i got no spells idea. I can cast a ritual detect magic on it. Is it magical? It is magical. Cool. What is it? What? What's the... I don't have identify, but what's the aura? It's an illusion-y aura. Okay. So I like toss it and I'm like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh got illusions on it. You can use your... And I, I like point to my eye. Your weird spectacle there you, if you, you want think to know more. think it's worth using? I will turn to i'm thinking trying to think of the names because everybody got me confused on the joaquin sorry jerome thing <laughs> jerome, no it's yeah. not just you yeah uh so I, i'll turn to jerome and be like well how much how much will this how much will this cost if we want to buy it oh it's magic you say uh yeah. <laughs> i don't know i kind of like you guys uh well thank you we like you too yeah thank you uh, magic. Uh, uh, 450 gold? That sound good? I, like, shrug and say to Philaestra, we can afford it if you want it, but you should probably, like, identify it. Know if, then you'll know if it's useful. One second. Definitely not opening another tab to Google. Is it worth it for a monk to use a weapon at all ever? a (laughs) shagger if it's if it's magical like if it if it's like a fucking plus one or plus two dagger then like eh. but it has illusion magic on it so it's probably something more than that i have no idea what kind of weapon would have illusion magic on it which is why i'm curious i'm really curious too dexterity based weapons are useful they're monk weapons so Mm -hmm. you can you can do like a dagger and then a punch because a dagger is light. Yeah, plus both of your attacks with the dagger, you would be able to use your monk weapon die rather than the dagger weapon die. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no real downside to using a dagger. Oh, all right. Uh, I will... I'll go ahead and cast Identify with the jeweler thing to see what exactly the, the, the magic is, because I want to know, you know, if we're going to drop 450 gold from the party 
thing. I want to make sure this is worth it. Okay. So when you make an attack with the dagger, a word appears in the air. Like bam or pow? Yes, or (laughs) swish or something like that. Um, It makes sound effect noises. It doesn't make noises, but words appear. Oh, it's Um, so useless. (laughs) (laughs) Felicia's definitely going to want that, I know. Wait, okay. Can you explain it one more time? I... I didn't quite understand. It's a comic book action dagger. Wait, so when you attack, it it does that? Yeah. Yeah. Every time you attack, there will be a sound effect whack word that appears in the air. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That, oh. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm actually not... I feel like I could live without that for 450 gold. Swish, zing, boing. Why would it go boing? I don't know. When you miss? <laughs> See, now that there's a visual, now I'm starting to... Ooh. Yeah, it does appear kind of like that. I mean, they vary. Um, it has various effects. How, mu- how much gold is in the? does the party have... We have 2200 after whatever the fuck we bought last time. All right. Can I set that to the side and then browse the shop a little more just to make sure there isn't a more useful monk weapon or potential monk weapon? Is it a plus one dagger as well? It is not plus one. It is magical. So it will count for magic resistance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure your fists already do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, I'm I'm just I feel like I still feel like it's not gonna be worth it. But I'll set that to the side and I'll take a look around and see if I find any other uh, anything else that catches my eye that could be you know used as a monk weapon. Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Fourteen. So, is there something in particular you're looking for? Um, I'm cool with. I mean, I would be interested in, I should say, either uh, a dagger, any type of quarter staff, or a tonfa, which would just account as a club, I think. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. Not not a tonfa, a tombo, you know, since I was basically trained by Daredevil. Anyway, if you want, like, a plain, non-magical weapon like that, you have no trouble finding one of whatever mm-hmm. variety you want. But um, you don't see anything that looks like it's particularly magical. So you don't see anything that looks like it's a plus one weapon. Okay, yeah, that's... Nah, if that that illusion dagger was a plus one, I would probably take it because it's still a plus one dagger. But since it's not plus one, I'm going to pass on that. I don't know why you want a plus one weapon here anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, but I mean, eventually we're going to have to go back. <laughs> so it doesn't, I don't think it's a good idea to get a weapon that would be good here, but not as good back where I hope to live out the rest of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little foresight, a little foresight. Just a little. <laughs> Max can have little of foresight as a treat. <laughs> All right, then I guess I'm good with my breakfast sandwich that um, probably has like the hash browns on the sandwich. I'm going to make like a big, ridiculous, like Scooby-Doo sandwich, like several, several layers and like smush it down and eat that. Waylon just has three plates. (laughs) And then for the road, I'll get, I'll get a, I'll get a, uh, 
a hoagie with four hamburgers on it. Jeez. <laughs> All fueled up. Well, it's nice to have a full belly of ones. Mm-hmm. I think you bought a bunch of rations la- uh, yeah. la- the previous day. I got a month's worth of rations and a bag of holding. If anybody has stuff that they don't want to carry anymore, just hand it my way. Um, for safekeeping, I put something inside of a garment bag inside your bag of holding. Okay. So under your valuables, I'm going to write mystery in garment bag <laughs> with a star next to it to indicate that it's in bag of holding. I've got very few things in my inventory. Not going to lie. I have Sword of Vengeance, Helm of the Roper, Magic Through the Ages. <laughs> you have an amulet of weakness that you can wear now if you want to. Oh, shit. Yes, I'm wearing that. <laughs> and no gold. For some reason. <laughs> um, maybe I was letting other people take care of... It's possible. I, like, I, I only had 19 written down, so... You have the portable forge, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that should... I was very excited about that. That should definitely be written somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we're good now. Uh, yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Uh, so you can head out and meet Joaquin. It's like, oh, there, there y'all are. It's uh, good to see you. Uh, been, uh, been talking to Jerome quite a bit because uh, you guys hadn't been around. And uh, I guess you guys are probably about ready to head out, huh? You have a good breakfast. Uh, Jerome, Jerome usually feeds you pretty good. Yes, huh? he does. I know, yeah. I, know I enjoyed mine. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Better, better than my mom's. How about them hash browns? Yeah, they're really good, huh? Right? I had yeah. a whole plate. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. I ate a few myself. Browns, plate of eggs, plate of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> one, one plate of each, all separate. Yep. Well, uh, I was picturing like three full English breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, just one of each, all stacked like ridiculously that. high. That's, <laughs> see, that's what I was picturing. Then. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, well, if you're all ready to go out, uh, you can just hop right on, and we'll we'll get going. Yeah, let's all get right. going. All right, sounds good. Just all hop on, and I'll I'll get going here. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> Probably going to be flying for a while here. I don't uh, don't have a good rest stop. There are a few uh, floating islands around. Um, mm-hmm. Don't have much of anything on them, and they just kind of. Move, move about. So uh, we'll see what we can find when it brings time to be uh, be quitting. Okay. Sounds good. Good timing there. Buy anything good? I think that Palestra got some sort of like ancient family text. I got well, not from my fam- family, but uh, from the looks of it, someone else's family. Palestra opens like the uh, back page, and there's like a family sort of like list or history kind of abridged it's mostly just names hmm. well i see i see sounds pretty good i i read a book <laughs> or two myself every now and then uh like a good uh like a good mystery that's uh, kind of my favorite uh biographies aren't too bad if i know the person and i don't usually so i don't usually read them but uh when i do <laughs> i enjoy them all right well as you can see here we're uh we're getting out of the area i think that's the uh the last billboard uh, <laughs> Jerome put up, and uh, yeah, and we're getting out well, of. Uh, uh, hmm? 
Joaquin, you seem to like know this plane really well. Would you would you say that's accurate? Yeah, I, yeah, I know it pretty well. I've been I've flown flown all over, a bit of adventurer, go around flying, like seeing the sights, see what I can see. Do you know uh, what all of the stations are like? Oh, well, I've been yeah, I've been to most of them. Uh, uh, they're all they're all they're all pretty much the same. Uh, architecture doesn't really change much across the plane, and uh, they all got the same problems. Those rats are everywhere, and eh, it's a big problem, but. Uh, do you um I'm 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 guessing you don't because it seems like nobody does, but do you know where the different portals on them go to? Uh <laughs> No. No I don't That's alright. Only portals I've ever heard uh anybody coming through was uh well that one that you came through and uh Queen Margwin came through one a long time ago. I think that was uh I think that was eight. That's what we've heard. But uh, yeah, that's about that's all about, about all I know about that. Uh, nobody really knows where they go because nobody comes through and tell them where they go to. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who goes through, none of them come back, and uh, uh, people don't come through them very often, I guess. Because, like I said, Margwin's the last person I knew who came through them for you three, four. How many are you up there? Three, three. All right, three. Yeah, you got that little hand. It's part of a person, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah fair he's got a personality spike like gives a thumbs up yeah sorry i don't know much more about it uh never read a book about it or anything either so uh i don't know might have uh might have a book over at the temple you could borrow maybe uh maybe queen margwin knows if you're if you're trying to talk to her uh yeah that's true probably knows where she came from anyway you think you think she know where she came from? Unless she's forgotten. Hmm. Could have. You you remember where you came from? Yeah, but we haven't been here nearly as long as her. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, she's been here a long time. Uh so as you continue flying along, you do see like a few like barren bits of rock. Most of them big enough that you could land on them, but there wouldn't be much space to roam around. In the distance you see a rainbow once. Uh, which is a little interesting that is interesting could uh, we go towards it i guess we can fly over there if you want to i want to see what's causing it like it doesn't seem particularly wet out here or bright okay yeah we can fly over there uh never been able to find the end of a rainbow myself but uh we'll see (laughs) see what we can do so um you fly over that way and it takes a little while, and the rainbow starts to fade. Um, mm. Can I get a perception check from everybody who's interested mm-hmm. in following the rainbow? Sixteen. Um, I'll actually make a perception. Can I make a perception check to like check for any um, caves with maybe something lurking in it? Since we're in like a weird, are we still in a little weird rock field, or, or like I'm envisioning like an asteroid field kind of deal? <laughs> And I'm just yeah, trying to make sure um, nothing's lurking around. Yeah, they don't come by um, that often. But if you want to see if you can spot anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I may as well just see if there's like a weird natural opening in any of these rocks that we could maybe take a pit stop and explore. After we finish chasing the rainbow. Oh, oh hey, 19. <laughs> Day and Waylon, you both kind of uh, see it at the same time. 
um, the rainbow started to fade, but you can see um, one of those little rock islands in the distance, and it looks like it has like uh, water shooting up from the center of it. Huh. Like how? Like a like a big geyser kind of thing? Yeah. Ever seen anything like that, Wookie? Ah, no, I know. I've never seen that one before. That's uh, hmm. that's pretty interesting. They float through here. I don't know where they go. I followed one for a few days, but uh, didn't do much. <laughs> hmm. uh, but I just kept going. Uh, didn't turn around and head back or anything. I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, they got to come from somewhere and go somewhere. So I don't know. But yeah, I've never I've never seen one that shot water like that. That's pretty nifty. Mind taking a closer look? Ah, uh, sure. We can get closer. Uh, don't want to get too close. Who knows if that's water or what? Get a bit closer. Uh, so you fly closer, and there's just like uh, this big geyser shooting out of the middle of this rock, and you can see that below it is a um, a fairly large uh, pool that looks. Um, it's kind of like it's got this deep, bright blue down underneath it. And along the edge, it's kind of got like this bright yellow, hmm. uh, the stone that's underneath it. Hmm. Can you can you describe it again? I was I was zoning out or something. Sure. I did. Uh, I, by the time by the time I was zoned back in, I was just hearing colors and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, um, no problem. Um, the guys are shooting up into the air. Beneath it, mm-hmm. there is a pool of very clear water. You're not sure how deep the pool is, but um, like the rim of the pool, um, the rock there is kind of this bright yellow color. And uh, mm-hmm. below that, there is like this kind of bright uh, baby blue colored stone at the bottom of the pool. Okay. Like just one stone or like a like a big... Or like it's made of blue stone. Yeah, like the, the stone under there is like... I feel like you're describing a real world thing and I'm just not understanding it. Oh. So that's from a distance, uh, but Okay. Kind of one of those things. So yeah, there's this pretty stone with a geyser shooting up out of the middle of it. Well if 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 Joaquin doesn't want to get close, that's fine. Or it's fine with me anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's fine with me too. My curiosity has been satisfied. Just a totally normal geyser on a floating piece of rock. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, uh, you're all satisfied now. Like I said, I don't want to get too close. Uh, who knows what that water is? I don't know if uh, you ever encountered any poison water or acid water or whatever, but uh kind of burns, so uh, <laughs> I don't want to really risk it. Understandable. Yeah, all right. Uh, you all ready to move on? Yeah, let's yep. get going. All right, yep. let's get going. Never seen anything like that before. It was uh, really pretty. I'm... Might try to track it down again someday. All right, you continue flying onward. It's starting to get a little late. Um, You've been traveling for a while anyway. I'm not really sure how time works here. I don't know that it actually gets darker. It's already pretty dark. And you see um, this bright light uh, just start shooting out from seemingly nowhere. Oh, Uh, Joaquin? That's uh, that's pretty bright, isn't it? Uh, anybody see what's going on yet? Uh, it's like it's coming from over there. I'll do like a, I'll do like a perception, see if I can figure out what it is. Okay. 
26. Nah, you don't see anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. There is um, a big golden tower um, floating on a chunk of land. Ooh. And uh, at the top is this, like, big, bright, white light shining out from the top of it. Huh. So, a lighthouse? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a structure like that before. Let's check it out. The light is steady. It's not blooping around like they do on lighthouses. Mm. Do they do that on lighthouses? I don't know. Uh, I believe they rotate in a circle, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> if, if that's what blooping around is. It's just um, kind of going out in all directions at once. Mm-hmm. Let's go check it out. Yeah, yeah let's uh, let's go do that. I have uh, another new one, huh? That's, uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, gotta thank you guys for hiring me because I've seen all seen all kinds of new sites on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're having fun. You all fly up to the tower. There are a few trees and a bit of brush here and there. And there is this big gold tower that takes up most of the landmass. With a a door right in front of us, it looks like. Yes. It's not like the pyramid. There is a clearly marked door. How tall is this tower? Like, give me an idea in stories, probably, since feet are meaningless to me. It's not terribly tall. Um, it's really big around. You'd guess probably three maybe four stories that aren't any windows on the outside really so it's hard to tell are we going to go in uh well i'll start by knocking on the door oh that's smart that's probably a good idea i guess um so you knock on the door there is no there is no answer um you do notice that there are words or a word above the door oh can we read it does anybody speak, read Celestial? Hey, I do. I do also. Cool. Uh, well, then both of you see that it says museum. Huh, a museum. What's a museum? Uh, a place where you look at stuff. Huh. Like um, art stuff or like dead stuff or like history stuff. I don't know. Or dead art history stuff. It doesn't hurt to know more about things, right? Maybe there's something about Dominion or Marquin in there. Maybe. Let's check it out. Yeah. Let's attempt to open the door. You open the door and step inside. And um, the first thing that you see is the wall opposite you has just like this huge sculpture of Dominion stretched across it. Cool. Um, And there are also a number of displays. There are uh, some glass cases. There are paintings and tapestries. There are a few other sculptures. What's... Do you have stuff prepared on what the tapestries are about? Stuff like that? I do. Okay, great. I want to look at everything. Yeah, I'm also interested in all the things. Sure. Okay. So um, you step into the room and start uh, looking through the displays. We'll start with the giant statue of Dominion. Mm -hmm. So there's a plaque underneath it that says Dominion, former ruler of the realm, which um, you guys already knew, but (laughs) has a nice little label. It also probably says who the artist is, but I did not make up artist names. Sorry. That's fine. 
What are you feeling? Painting? Sculpture? You said tapestries? Yeah, let me find the tapestries. Day does fiber arts, so tapestries. Um, so there are three tapestries uh, right next to each other. One is Dominion, um, out in space, uh, moving towards a planet surrounded by a ring. Okay. The second tapestry has a glowing bubble uh, forming around Dominion. And the third one is Dominion floating above a city with spires, much like uh, the crystal gem spires, much like you saw in Station 5. Is there a, a helpful plaque on these? There is. <laughs> these tapestries depict one of the myths of Dominion creating this realm. Though it is possible that he arrived somewhere from beyond Shell, this cannot be confirmed. Uh, all, right, all right, should I do it or does someone else want to do it? Do what? All right, hang on. Let me mess up my hair a little bit. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, uh, but on a more serious note, can I make a history check to see if maybe this sounds like any other creation myths I've heard before? Sure. You can give me a few checks would work, I think, but history... <laughs> That, that's a uh, a four, which would be a natural one plus my modifier of three. Yeah, you've uh, you've not heard a story quite like this one about someone coming from outside of Chell and creating city or world like this. I'm confused because <laughs> is this still technically part of? Chell? Well, that's that's what I'm confused about. Like, are we still technically like, is this museum from Chell and it's floating around this plane because it got lost, or like, what what's happening right now? <laughs> I'm I confused. Think, I think that's the mystery. Wayland probably has no concepts of the outer realms <laughs> <laughs> and all the eldritch horrors that seek to worm their way in. He'll probably just shrug at that and then go look at the statues, the other statues. <laughs> Okay, statues. Let's see what we've got. A bust of a demon, their mouth open in a scream. Tentacles adorn their head, and multiple eyes jut out from their forehead and cheeks. Um, the plaque beneath it says, Where tentacles did not reach, dominions and forces were used to met out his punishments and ensure his rules were followed. Um, we haven't gotten to the paintings yet, but you can see that on some of the paintings, like the city is covered in like tentacles and eye stalks. Uh-huh. So... That might be what they're referring to. Hmm. Oi. A sculpture depicting Dominion being wrapped in a web by a giant drider. Ooh. Uh, uh. Underneath it says, Margwin preparing to devour Dominion and secure her claim to the realm. What? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Is she fucking huge? Is that what's happening? That's or what the is it's, says. It's, it's please, art, right? Yeah, so it's probably it an just an depiction. artistic. <laughs> Claws under there, not to actual size. <laughs> or, <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough that she's a drider, apparently. I think Maybe we that. knew that part already. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. You were asleep in the library, it's okay. Uh, so that's it for the sculptures. There are paintings and glass cases remaining. Glass cases, like, with little trinkets in them? Yeah. Show me the trinkets. Yeah. Okay. 
So there is a glass case with a horned and fanged skull. In the center of its forehead, an iron spike is inserted. Darkness flows outward from the spike surrounding the skull, drifting out into tentacles. The ghost of eyes form. And then it uh, all kind of fades away and then starts again. Underneath it says, Even in death, the enforcer spike holds some amount of control over the creature it has been implanted in. It was not unusual for an enforcer to continue its duties for years after it had died. Hmm. Well, I'm glad we didn't accept any power from Dominion. Yeah, right? We'd all be, like, running uh, around with yeah. spikes in our heads, like, um, that guy. Yeah, that guy. You know, that guy who the railroad spike went through his head. <laughs> yeah, Phineas Gage. Thank you. Looking around at other trinkets. Yeah, there's another glass case, which contains several enforcer spikes and a hammer. <laughs> Underneath it says, There were several methods used for delivering enforcer spikes, but the simple hammer was the most popular method. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I want to look back at the enforcer statue. Like, can I find the spike in its head or whatever? Now that I know that that's how it works? Uh, you can, yeah. Okay, is that where it is, or is it, like, in its, it running through its torso or something? It's in the head, like, it's in the center of the skull. Okay. Gross. Hmm. And I guess that's why they needed to keep going after they died, because they had a spike in their head. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like this is a problem. Feel like what? I feel like this is a problem, because if we... If we kill Marguin, then Dominion's going to take over again, and that's not significantly better. At least not for this realm, that's for sure. Though it might take care of the rat problem, which, I mean, that's our goal. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I think we just need to get Marguin to get back on top of the rat problem. Yeah, I mean, I, we can talk to her. Hopefully she's alive? Is there anything else in this room? I think there are still paintings. There are. There's also one more glass case. Oh. So this glass case has a book in it. Opened. The ink faded. Underneath it says, This book is a history of Dominion's rule. The pages currently displayed tell part of a story relaying how Dominion created this realm. The story is, of course, false. <laughs> <laughs> Can And it's not readable anymore? Uh, no. Can I open the case? Uh-oh. Uh, you're just going to try to open it? Well, I'm going to look and see if it had, like, how it's put together or how, like, does it have hinges or whatever. Hmm. It looks like uh, the glass case is affixed to the pedestal by a metal flange, um, which has a lock on it. Is there a reception desk in here? Uh, there <laughs> isn't. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure how I feel about stealing from a museum. It's not stealing if we're just trying to read the other pages. But, and Palestra holds up the the chime of opening. Yeah, I was going to ask you to use the chime of opening, but then I was like, you might not want to because you might think it's frivolous. But I mean, this is the information we were looking for at the library, I think. All right, then. Uh, and without a second Worst thought, Palestra case. dings the, oh, okay. the chime of opening on the case. <laughs> Palestra unlocks the lock, so mm -hmm. I, I get the book. I want to read it. Okay, so you flip through the book. It is not in common. It is also not in Celestial. Is it in Elvish? Uh, it is in Infernal. Shit. Okay. Do we have a way to do comprehend languages? I don't think we do. 
how... It seems weird that I don't have any language spells as a druid, but whatever. Well, because I think instead of languages, you do, like, talk to plants and talk to animals and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I go outside to a tree. Can you read this book? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. I might be able to conjure something. No, it looks like, I mean, I could conjure a fey creature. Conjure an Ichabod. Yeah, conjure, conjure Ichabod. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there long enough. He's a fake creature, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could specifically conjure Markon. Probably not. That's not how it works, really. No. All right, do we want to steal this book in case we meet somebody who can read it? Or. You know, I feel like we should finish looking around okay. first. Sure. Looks like it's been here untouched for a long time if two pages are completely blank. Mm hmm. But on the off chance someone is here to get us in trouble, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> it's okay if you don't get caught. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> is that what you teach your nibblings? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So there is a painting of a city. The architecture looks much like what you're familiar with from Station 5 except everything is covered with this dark, inky goo-like material, and you can see tentacles and eye stalks jutting out in various places. Underneath it says, Citizens were constantly watched and punished by Dominion's all-seeing eyes and swift tentacles. That sounds not great. Who wants to be watched all the time? There is a painting of a red dragon, a shadow walker, and a lich uh, bowing down before Dominion. And underneath it says, Even the most powerful creatures in the realm submitted to, to Dominion's rule. Dominion was everywhere and undefeatable. And there is one more painting, I think. Great. Um, painting of Dominion. Various beams shooting out from his many eyes. People below run in terror as the city crumbles around them. Dominion was known to destroy cities in order to keep citizens in line. <sighs> hmm. Really glad we didn't make that deal. What's in the other door? Thank you for listening. This show is a production of The Land of Chell, made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. You can join them at patreon.com slash orgzone. To be completely honest, there isn't a lot of benefit for that right now. We haven't released an episode in five months. Even if you can't make a donation, please consider joining our Discord server to chat with the cast and fellow listeners. To learn about the players, characters, and other shows from the Land of Chell, head to landofchell.net or check us out on Twitter at landofchell.net.